0: Listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Hope you all had a great weekend. We are into August, August 1st today. Are you kidding me? August 1st. Got a good show for you today talking about some things going on tonight on The Bachelorette. We've got Matt and Taisha on the $25,000 pyramid last night. Big Brother had their house, uh, the head of household nominations. And we'll get to a little sports because either it's already come down or it's coming down in the next few hours, depending on when you're listening to this. So just keep that in mind, and we will get to that momentarily. Today's podcast brought to you by Dame Products. Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share plus sex that you'll look forward to. Use code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. That's dameproducts.com. Code reality Steve for 15% off your first order. Also, Green Chef. Go to greenchef.com slash REALITYSTEVE135 and use code REALITYSTEVE135 to get $135 off across five boxes, plus free shipping on your first box. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Back at it, week four of the Daily Roundup. Tonight, Bachelorette episode number four. They head on to Paris and... I'm sure you've seen by now, this was announced months ago when I posted it out there, that instead of flying to each city and staying in a hotel, they flew to England and then got on a cruise to Paris. The dates are within Paris, and they go back to the cruise at night, and then when they go to the next city, which is Bruges, Belgium, they get on the boat or the cruise line again and then they go to the nether they go to amsterdam after that so that's your next three stops now how many episodes that takes i don't know if we're going to get they've they've kept to the formula for the first three episodes we've gotten a rose ceremony at the end of each of the episodes tonight and i can't remember the last time they did that but will it change come the european travel i don't know We don't know yet. We'll just have to see how it uh, plays out tonight. We've got two group dates and then Gabby has a one on one with Jason. Rachel has a one on one with Tino. And then judging by the previews, they uh, they switch up something like that. And the biggest drama tonight is going to be if you didn't see the tease that ran during the credits of last week's episode, Meatball came back and sat Rachel down and said, I made a mistake right when I rejected your rose. I should have taken yours. And the credits didn't show Rachel doing anything. It just cut it off right there. But as we know, she ends up giving Meatball a rose. So that's why they each have nine going into next week or this week's episode. But Meatball is the one that snitches on Hayden, And this was one of the first things that I had reported about this season that Hayden was going to be, quote unquote, an early season, you know, villain because of things that he said. He already said the rough around the edges, quote to Gabby, which didn't sit well. And then Meatball tells Rachel that Hayden was saying, I don't trust these bitches. And the other thing was, what was the other thing? Oh, and then the other thing I had heard, which I don't know if it's going to air tonight, is He made a comment, I guess, to the guys, and obviously Meatball heard it, about, I guess, the women he dates are hotter than Rachel and Gabby. So clearly, you say that in front of the other guys, or you say something along those lines, the game of telephone is going to get back to them, and clearly Hayden is not long for the show anymore. But we've seen in the previews that Meatball is the one telling Rachel that he heard Hayden say, I don't trust these bitches probably not the smartest thing to say, (laughs) but you know, it happens. And that's, and that's the weird thing about this season for me is there are things that I was told that obviously happened. That happened. I, I told you that back in June, I believe when I heard, or maybe it was earlier than that, but I had heard that That's what Hayden did. And Hayden was going to be kind of a villain for making a comment about I said he made a comment towards Gabby when he told her he wanted to be with Rachel. And he also made a comment about his girlfriends being hotter. Let's see if that airs tonight. I don't know if it is or not, but that's the thing. There are some things that I've been told that I was able to confirm the Hayden thing being one of them. And there are God, there are numerous things I've been told this season, but. Again, I don't want to just throw stuff against the wall and just hope it sticks because then it just seems like I'm covering all my bases. I just want to give you what I know happens and I what I know what you'll see. and I just haven't been able to confirm a lot of things this season based on the number of things that I've I've been told about final three, final four, all this stuff. I'm just I'm really trying to nail stuff down and it's really been weird. I don't know what the deal is with the, uh, with this season, but you know, you go back to something like Michelle's season. You knew that Nate was the winner two weeks before the episode first started, but for Clayton's season and um, you know, Tasha's, and I don't even remember what I had for Katie's season. I think I had, you know, I don't even remember. Like, that's the weird thing. I, I know people think like, Oh my God, it's your job. This is what you cover. But if you ask me, yeah, there are some seasons I know right off the bat when I posted the winner and if it was right. And there are some that I just forgot. Like, I don't even remember about Katie's season what I did. I'm <laughs> just Totally clueless. Did I have Blake? Obviously, he entered the show late, and I think I had that. But I can't remember when I posted Katie's winner or if I did or, or what it was, but... I'm pretty sure I had Blake as the winner. I know I didn't have Greg or Andrew, so I knew I had Blake. It's just a matter of when I posted him as the winner. I don't even remember that at all, and I'm not going to pretend like I do. I just know that I'm pretty sure I had him as the winner. But, yeah, just every season is different. It's not the same thing. There's just because I got something right one season, like when, when I gave you Michelle's, and I had Michelle's winner two weeks before the season started, the next season was Clayton's, and I didn't have Clayton's at all. I mean, all season I was saying it's not Rachel and it's not Gabby. I said it's going to be either Susie or um, nobody. And then I think the a couple of days before the finale, the weekend of the finale, I was I found out it was Susie that he did, um, or that not that he it was Susie that he got down to Susie in Iceland and she rejected him. Like I had that spoiler. My thing was I didn't know what their relationship status was post-show, and my guess was that they weren't together, and that was wrong. So, But I did have the ending uh, on Clayton's season, but not for a while. So, yeah, it's really hit and miss. I'm really trying to get some stuff confirmed because if I do, there's some interesting things, if they're true, uh, that happened this season with Gabby and Rachel. So it'll be interesting to find out uh, if any of these are true. And because I've been doing this a while now, this is the fourth week I'm doing the daily roundup, you know, I am talking a lot, I'm saying a lot in every podcast, and sometimes I go back and listen to these, sometimes I don't. And I feel like because I'm on somewhat of a time crunch, because I try to keep them to 20 minutes, sometimes I talk a little bit too fast and just say things that are like, just totally misspeak. And not where it gets me in trouble or anything, but I just remember last week I said something when I was talking about Jasmine and the Big Brother house, and I said how she gets in the diary room and she speaks in metaphors. And then one of the sentences was, yeah, I was like, yeah, Jasmine gets to the metaphor, and then she just speaks in metaphors. I'm like, oh my gosh, Steve. Like (laughs) That's what I mean, when you're just talking for 20 minutes a day nonstop. you're going to screw up. I'm going to have a lot of uh, verbal screw ups in this. And um, unless something completely comes out the wrong way, you can uh, feel free to correct me on it because I don't necessarily listen to all these uh, when I do them and put them out. Um, Sometimes I do. It all depends. Sometimes I want to listen back to see if I said something that I thought I said, or maybe didn't think I said. And then it's, if I didn't, then I want to include it in the next day's I have not. I don't think I've had one of those days. Well, a couple, Actually, you have a couple times where I didn't go into detail, and I was like, all right, I'm to save that for the next podcast. But, yeah, just keep that in mind. I'm going to screw up here, and I'm going to have some verbal screw-ups for sure. And if you want to correct me on that, please do. I want to talk about last night on the $25,000 pyramid, Matt and... Tasha were the two guest hosts in the first thirty minutes of it. In the last thirty minutes, it was two comedians. But Matt and Tasha played a hundred thousand dollar pyramid, which was one of my all time favorite game shows growing up. I remember in the summertime, literally watching that every morning uh, with Dick Clark. And I just always remember. I don't know why I remember this. It's and you're not going to remember this if you were born past you know 1990 or later, but. I swear, it seemed like every episode of $25,000 Pyramid, either Marky Post was on it or Joanne Worley. Like, they were always one of the guests on that show. It was like clockwork. And yeah, guests come in and they compete with regular people, non celebrities, and they play, you know, the word game, essentially. But last night I watched, and Taisha got to the bonus round with her contestant in the first 15 minutes and then matt got there with the same guy in the second 15 minutes but the, the second one you're playing for a hundred thousand dollars and that guy if you didn't see it spoiler alert but if you didn't see it they ripped through the first three clues in 10 seconds so he had 50 seconds to get the last three clues the fourth clue they didn't have it they struggled with it for a bit and they passed and then they got the fifth clue the fifth clue And the sixth clue pretty quick. I want to say they had a good 25 to 30 seconds left to get the final clue, even though it was fourth on the board. And it was words with the letter X in them. And when it first came around, he didn't even give Matt a word. He just said pass. Couldn't, I guess he couldn't get a word to come to his head. So when they went back to it, I think the, the word he gave was Xanax. And then Matt started saying, you know, medications or whatever. And then the word that I was like, I don't know if he can use this, but he did. And then Matt got it right away was, he said Xanax, and then he said X-ray. And Matt said words with the letter X, and the guy won $100,000. But X-ray, I know X is in that word, but it's not like, it's a hyphenated word, let's be honest. So, and X is alone in its... Wording there, it's a loan in the word X-ray, and I was thinking if anybody used X-ray that that would be disqualification, but it wasn't. Guy won hundred thousand dollars, so good for him. I was trying to think of other words. I Xanax, xylophone. <sighs> I guess I wouldn't be good at this game. I mean, X-ray came to my mind first, and I was like, but I would stay away from that because I think that might be teetering on possibly an elimination here because that might disqualify you for using for saying the letter X because you say Xanax you're not saying the letter X but guy ended up winning so xylophone Xanax x-ray why can't I think of any other words with X in it I mean come on Ah, uh, <laughs> I'd be terrible at $25,000 pyramid apparently but yeah congratulations to Matt and the guy that won a hundred grand and they got it pretty quick. Like when they went back to that word, I want to say he had 25 or 30 seconds left and he said Xanax, Matt started guessing. And then the next word he said was x-ray and Matt got it right after that. I still think he had about 20 seconds left when he won. And then, and, and then I, I kept watching the show when Matt and Tasha were off the show, I watched the other one. And then in the final group at the, in the last 15 minutes of the show last night, cause it's an hour long, two half hour shows combined the guy got to the end and he ripped through every the first 5 clues in 30 seconds he got to the 6th clue with 30 seconds left and the 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 category was things you meet m e e t and the and the guy giving the clues was like um your first date your new teacher uh Airport pickup, and the guy couldn't guess it. He had 30 seconds of not guessing. And, yeah, so there's your $25,000 pyramid talk. Bet you didn't expect that today. On Big Brother last night, Alyssa and Indy went up after. It was really no surprise. Once Monty won the HOH, who was in the Leftovers Alliance, you knew it was either going to be Alyssa and Indy or Taylor and Nicole. It looks like Monty wants to get Nicole out, so if Alyssa and Indy win, they're clearly going to take themselves off. Taylor and Nicole are going up, and Nicole's going home. So it definitely looks like if Alyssa and Indy can't get off the block this week, then Alyssa's going home. Man, no, uh, no more Alyssa and Kyle showmance, not only because Alyssa's pissed that Kyle never told her about the blind side on Amira, She made a comment to a couple other guys and the reason Kyle didn't tell her because he found out that maybe Alyssa has a boyfriend at home because she was telling the other people on day 20 she was upstairs, she was crying, and she said she missed her family and she misses my person, quote-unquote. So Joseph reported that back to Kyle, and Kyle now thinks that Alyssa was playing him just basically for votes and alliances and but I, I, Alyssa's screwed. If she doesn't, if they don't get off the block, she's gone. They're they're going to eliminate her before they eliminate Indy because Indy's not a threat, at least right now she's not. In terms of the alliances, the leftover alliances is interesting because the leftover alliance has it's a seven person alliance with Monty, Kyle, Joseph, and Turner, and then Michael, Taylor, and Brittany. But Monty, Kyle, Joseph, and Turner have been together since the beginning. Like they were what the Oasis. And they kicked Pooch out, and they booted him out. But they've been together since the beginning. When Michael, Taylor, and Brittany realize that they're at the bottom of the leftover alliance, I'm just telling you, the leftover alliance isn't going to last very long. Because Michael, Taylor, and Brittany are going to realize that they are at the bottom of that alliance, and they're going to flip. Maybe it's all three, maybe it's two of them, maybe it's one of them. At some point, they're going to break away from the leftovers, and Monty, Kyle, and Joseph, and Turner are probably going to be targeted. But it's a matter of when that happens, because if they get to the final seven with those seven, then you know you really can't flip to anybody. But I think they're probably going to see through it is my guess. And they are going to be targeted. And like I said, I do not read the live feeds. I have not been following. I know power veto has already happened. So don't tell me who won power veto and if Alyssa is coming off the block with Indy if they won and took themselves off. But, I mean, I pretty much know either Alyssa or Nicole's going home this week, barring something crazy happening. And But if you're a fan of Big Brother and you've been watching, keep your eye out for the leftover alliance because Michael Taylor and Brittany are not just going to lay down and let Monty, Kyle, Joseph, and Turner run that alliance because they pretty much are now. They were the ones that got them to come in to pull the blind side on Amira, And I don't think it's going to happen very much longer. I don't think Festy Bestie's going to last very much longer, maybe two or three more episodes or two or three more head of households. But Michael Taylor and Brittany, I think, are going to be the key to this game because they are going to jump, and it's just a matter of when they jump. And if they jump early enough... Let's say Alyssa's voted out this week and they team up with Indy and Nicole. And um, who else am I missing? One of the other women. They can jump and get out the leftovers. It's basically who do you want to play with? But right now they're at the bottom of that leftover alliance. And now final thing today. I have a sports take here. And. I re, as you know, I record these the night before, so I'm recording this on Sunday night about 9.30 p.m. Central Time. By the time this airs, the NFL might have already decided on Deshaun Watson's suspension for the 2022 season. And so I'm going to tell you my prediction now. What I think should happen versus what I think will happen. What I think his suspension should be is a year. And I know he didn't play last year, but that was the Texans' decision. That had nothing to do with the league. The Texans just decided to put him on the inactive list for 17 games. Gets traded to the Cleveland Browns in the offseason. They give him a ridiculous contract. They interview none of the women who came forward and said, he did this to me. Cleveland Browns never talked to one of the women involved. And they gave this guy $220 million. I, Your guess is as good as mine. But just know that. Go read Jenny Vrentis'. And the story that she wrote on the Browns signing of Deshaun Watson, and you'll be flabbergasted that they never spoke to one of the women who accused him. One of the 24. They couldn't, they couldn't interview one, two, three, five. No, they, were, they interviewed zero of them. And then they went out and signed Deshaun. So personally, I think he should get suspended for a year. I think he's getting eight games and there's going to be an uproar if he only gets 8 games trust me there's going to be it's going to be the all the talk on all the sports talk shows and the all the ESPN shows and the Fox shows it's going to be is this enough if he gets 8 games if he gets a year i think people will be satisfied with him getting a year because he already missed last year that's 2 years and i think that's i think that's pretty sufficient However, the way the contract was structured, he's not going to lose a lot of money. People just have a really hard time understanding what the Browns did and why they did it. And, of course, they're just going to give generic answers. But just know, they didn't interview any of the 24 women that said Deshaun touched them or did something inappropriate during a massage session. Go read Jenny Vrentis. Just Google Jenny Vrentis Deshaun Watson and read her reporting on it. It is excellent. So thank you all for tuning in on this Monday after a good weekend. I hope you all had a good weekend, and we will be back. Bachelorette, obviously, episode four tonight, and we're back tomorrow with another Daily Roundup. I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will talk to you tomorrow. See you!